Hey everybody, this is Ruben with 5-Minute Warning. When I decided that I wanted to make a podcast of my own, I found Anchor. Let me tell you, Anchor is free. Free. F-R-E-E. That's what I'm talking about. There are tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right on your phone or your computer. You know what? Anchor sends my podcast out to me to Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts, so I ain't got to do it. Also, you can make money. I repeat, you can make money from your podcast. It's everything you need to make in a podcast all in one spot. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, look, that's what I did. Five-minute warning, almost at 100 episodes in. Get Anchor. Okay, students, this is your five-minute warning. I repeat, five-minute warning. Silence. How's everybody doing today? This is 5-Minute Warning with Ruben Brown. Of course, you know that because you decided to click on the podcast today and you wanted to listen to words I got to say. First of all, this is episode 10. For, you know, you might not be shocked, but I am. I'm at 10 episodes, which means that I didn't do like we do with most New Year's resolutions, do it a couple times and quit. So I'm extremely, extremely happy about that. Um, You know, this edition of Five Minute Warning is our New Year's edition, New Year's of 2019. So that's New Year's Eve there. And, you know, most of you will listen to this tomorrow or later if ever, but I'm excited. You know, it's a new year, um, some new things. And to be honest, I'm very happy of 2019. I got to start this cool podcast. I got to do a couple of things I've never done before um, this year. So I'm ecstatic. And 2020 is right around the corner. And I'm supremely happy and excited about what it could be. So You know, once again, Happy New Year to everyone who's listening. Um, This is episode 10. I'd like to thank the listeners out there who've been listening. 10 episodes. Wow. Um, Yeah. I mean, it's not like an anniversary or anything, but for me, it kind of is. I wasn't sure if I'd make it to 10, but I did. So, salute to the next 10, and the next 10 after that, and the next 10 after that, and all that. So, we'll start off with... Um, a different edition. You know, I am not a fan of New Year's resolutions. I'm just not. It's not what I like to do because, as I mentioned earlier, you do it for a couple times and you quit. Well, I don't really like to um, give myself reason to quit. But just because I have this cool podcast that I enjoy so much and I hope you enjoy it too, I've decided that this year I'm going to book the system. I'm going to do some New Year's resolutions. More so for the show, but, you know, I think I can hang on to these pretty well. So, you know, I said that I was going to do a couple, but it ended up being seven. (laughs) So, a couple does not equal seven, but today is going to work. So, the first one is to continue the podcast. I'm excited, you know. The world is a strange place, and a whole bunch of craziness happens in it every day. 
is very important that we all know the craziness that our world can bring us. And then maybe one day you'll be prepared for it. When that day happens, let me know because then I'm going to ask you how you prepare for it because I'm not prepared for it. So it is what it is. Number two, I'm going to find a gym. Now, with that being said, you know, tomorrow, man, everybody's going to be in the gym for the next like three, four weeks. Well, I've been paying on this gym, gym membership for over 10 now, over a year and a couple months. So I know where a gym is. Where I live, there's a gym. So like I can trip and fall into a gym. So I think I'm going to go back to that gym life. Um, now, as much as I would love to be, you know, six foot two, two twenty cut, like, you know, a piece of beautiful, beautiful filet mignon. I am not. Um, I don't think I'll ever get there, but you know what? I'm going to try my hardest to do so. So I'm going to find a gym, even though I'm paying for one, I'm still going to find it. Number three, I want to strengthen myself mentally. You know, you can never not be too mentally strong just to deal with life and to deal with all the craziness that I talk about on my show. And just, you know, you never know what life's going to throw at you. So it's very important that you're strong mentally to make sure you can deal with such things. Um, I like to think I'm strong mentally, but I need to get stronger, you know, which goes to number four. I'm going to learn some stuff. Now, some stuff is very broad. Yes, 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 yes. Very broad. But I do want to learn how to do some new things. You can never have too many tools in your tool bag, you know. Um, I'm not really sure what they're going to be, but, you know, hopefully I can learn something that will further my career and the job that I am, or it can get me another job positively, not trying to get fired. Um, that sort of thing. So I'm going to learn some stuff this year. Number five, I'm going to eat better. Well, I like to eat. I can eat better, but I still like to eat. You know, but you can eat and be healthy while you're doing it. You know, I'm probably about, to be real, 45% there. You know, that that goes to also finding a gym. Once I find a gym, I'm not trying to work hard just to look at myself and realize it didn't look like I've done anything. And I think it's cool when people say, hey, Ruby, you lose weight, but I'll, I'll, you lost weight. I'm like, ah, just wore bigger clothes. But real talk, I I don't know if I've lost anything. I mean, I could look at the scale, but why do that? I'd rather just take the compliment and move on. Um, number six, I want to take time for myself. You know, I used to be a workaholic strong, real big workaholic. And you just can't do that anymore. It's just tough. It's tough on the body, tough on the mind. You know, I don't have any children or anything. Um, but, you know, not saying that I wouldn't like to have some. But I need to be prepared for that. But, you know, once you start, you know, building a life out, then taking time for yourself becomes even more important because you're doing things for other people or you're doing things for work and stuff like that. You need to take time for yourself. And number seven, I'm going to live life. You know, being a workaholic for a long time in my life, I'm not going to say I didn't live life. I'm going to say I didn't live it to the fullest. You know, 
I've been on some places, but I've never been out the country, never been on a boat, but that's a different story. Don't like large bodies of water. I mean, you know, this year is the first year I went on vacation by myself, which was kind of cool, actually. I didn't have to bother with stuff, but there are points of it where I was a little lonely. So, you know, it was good for me to experience going away. And I'm not saying just staying at home. I mean, like going to like three, four or five states over and just being on vacation by yourself. You know, it was awesome that I experienced it, but, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to go back on vacation with other people now. So with that being said, vacation is one of those things that I don't take enough of and I'm going to start doing more, you know, maybe I'll celebrate my birthday going out. But one thing I don't want to do when I'm celebrating my birthday is getting tased. So, you know, uh, we had a woman in Florida, 70-year-old woman, 70th birthday. She got tased by the cops. Now, or son, or use a stun gun or taser or whatever, but she's 70, you know. I For some reason, I feel like you shouldn't be doing that on a 70-year-old, but, you know, it is what it is. But basically, some authorities came to her house on her seventh, the morning of her 70th birthday and was like, hey, we need to find your grandson. Well, my grandson don't live here. Well, you know, this is the address he had on file. Okay, my grandson doesn't live here. And she's they wanted to come in. And she refused to open the door. So, you know, apparently in Florida, once they make, once police make a intent of searching your property and stuff, they can just kind of roll up in there. And, you know, she, just like everybody else, she demanded a search warrant. And, you know, the cop was like, well, we've already, we already have an arrest warrant. So, you know, if he's inside, you're going to be arrested for harboring a fugitive. Okay, first of all, she's 70. And yeah, maybe some grandparents are going to hold back. You know, you're not going to just take my grandson down to the police office, police station, blah, blah, blah. Well, she refused to open the door. You know, the officer tried to beat the door down. And, you know, he grabbed the wrist as she tried to keep the door shut and say, hey, you're going to jail for obstruction. Well, you know, she's trying to close the front door. And, of course, you know, it always happens when craziness ensues. There's always somebody with a camera. So basically, somebody recorded a video of these cops, you know, just, I don't want to say attacking her, but yeah, they, that's what they kind of did. You know, he pushed his way in, you know, someone grabbed the arm. Next thing you know, boom, she got shot with a taser and arm. And she's like, yeah, shot, shot me in my arm. And then, you know, they take her away and it's in handcuffs. And I'm just like, yo, real talk, you just gonna bust over a 70-year-old woman's um house, taser, then take her to, to jail. Now they didn't say if they found him, which is the interesting part, because like he's a reason that all this happened, but then in the article, it doesn't say if they found him or not. And I'm just kind of just like, because I assume he will. Excuse me. I assume he was there because she went to jail. But I mean, I guess resisting a resisting a police officer is also a crime. I mean, but the taser dog, 
we 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 get to tase people. I mean, all those big cops and this seventy year old woman, and you tase her. Not sure if I'm feeling that. I get the point. Just not sure if I'm feeling that. I think there's a different way this could have been handled. Um, but hey, I am not police. I'm not trying to tell nobody they can do how they do their job. I'm just saying, maybe getting hit with a taser slash stun gun might not have been the best course of action. You know, it's, it's crazy. Sometimes, you know, you have not all policemen, because there's some police who are out there good. You know, at least he reached for his taser. So I'm going to leave it there. And I'm just saying she was 70. Did you really? I mean, I'm glad you didn't reach for your gun, but did you really need to take it? I mean, what if she had a heart problem? Just saying. I mean, and, you know, I got so many words, but I just, I can't speak on it right now because I think it's crazy that you take a 70-year-old woman in her house. So, but police have been really um, kind of in the news a little bit. Um, we'll talk some more about that later. But, yo. Last week in Texas, I mean, dude came in, shot two people. Next thing you know, there like eight people with guns, and dude got shot up. First of all, I think it's I think it's interesting that as I did more research on that story, you know, the church had their own security, which is kind of brilliant. You know, you have your own security. And so literally you have people packing. Now, if you look at the picture, there are people in the crowd packing as well, which once again, we're talking about Texas here. I mean, I'm pretty sure people just be rolling around with their side pieces, not talking about women, but their side pieces on their hip. You know, dude walked in, shot two people and then got shot up. Um, You know, 71 year old dude. He used to be a former deputy sheriff. Single shot to the head. Yo, he took him out. It wasn't even about saving lives or whatever. You know, you walked into a church and you decided, did you want to shoot up? Now, with further investigation, apparently the person who shot the church had been there before. And there's really no reason why, given why he would shoot up a church. The only thing they said it was an anniversary. It was an anniversary of the suicide death, um, the tenth anniversary of the suicide death of the brother. Maybe he was ready to join him. He couldn't do the job himself. You know, I think it sucked. You had to take out two people just so you can get the job done. But I mean, you know, there are other places you could have went. And they said he'd been at church, so he knew that there's security there. He knew if he rolled in with a weapon. And he shot one or two or 20 people, he would be taken out, in which he was, you know. But it comes to breed another question. How many people packing in the church, dog? It was like eight other people packing in the church. I mean, I understand that, you know, we've had some church shootings lately. I don't know why anybody in Texas would go shoot a church. Just saying. You know, they already got some gun laws. They already about brandishing their weapons anyway. You know, you don't need concealed weapon licenses in Texas. 
because they, you know, a lot of people openly wear it. And I mean, this dude knew what he was doing. He just, he was ready to go see his bro. And he just didn't want to do the job himself. Now, once again, did you need to take out two people for that to happen? I mean, truly, you didn't need to shoot anybody. Just go and be like, hey, I'm going to shoot everybody up. Blame Lamb, call it a day. Or maybe not. But it's just sad that two people had to lose their life for one other person who wanted to lose his life. There's so many other ways, you know, that you can get yourself together. Clearly 10 years, I mean, I, I get it. I can't sit here and say that I understand what you've been through, and I feel bad. But, you know, I don't know if your brother would have wanted that, and it just sucks. It just sucks that you had to kill two people, and then you get shot yourself. I mean, from what all the evidence is, is looking at is, you know, he kind of went on a suicide mission himself. He knew that going to his church and shooting some people, he was going to get got. And he did. So, you know, they took care of him that way. But I think it sucks. You know, I think it sucks. It was an unnecessary loss of life. Um, And once again, I'm not sitting here saying that if you're, you know, you should do things to yourself to, to, you know, make that next step. But I'm just like, I don't understand. That's why I don't understand, like, when people go shooting up places and then they shoot themselves. I'm just like... Really? You you did all that and then you turn around and shot yourself? I mean, I don't understand what all this is for. It's just, it's sad. All of it's sad. Suicide's sad. This situation's sad. I'm just glad that no other people got hurt. It's like 200 people up in there. But, you know, it's just sad that it went down the way it went down. Um, Yeah, it's, I mean, how do you, like, I'm thinking to myself now, how do I switch from that story to this other story I'm looking at? But it's really simple because, you know, I understand. Once again, we talk about police and they had a 114 mile hour chase. They were chasing a minivan with two other kids and the person who was driving was 14. 114 miles per hour chasing a minivan. First of all, it must have been an Aerostar. Because Aerostar is a dope, you know. But it was a Dodge Caravan. I didn't know Dodge Caravans could go that fast. I don't own a van. I've seen a couple Dodge Caravans. I just didn't realize it can go 114 miles an hour. I thought it ended like 85. I was like, yo, man, you go any faster, you know, it's just going to break or or it's not going to work. But now, 14-year-old girl led Northern California police. You know, up to speeds of 114 miles an hour over the weekend. And there was an 11-year-old and a 15-year-old in the car, in the vehicle. Um, so, yeah, they just decided, hey, let's just take this van and go do some stuff. You know, somebody, they stole it, and they decided we're going to go to Joyride or whatever. And it was sad. 114 miles an hour on the interstate, 75 on the street, the city street. But the kid was 14. I mean, wow. It lasted 18 minutes, went 21.5 miles. I mean, the good thing about it, they said, there wasn't a lot of traffic on the road, and there was no pedestrians, so nobody got hurt. Um, You know, it just basically, you know, the van fell apart. (laughs) Must have been a 
really bad Dodge Caravan. Like, if you're going to steal a car, you're going to steal the, the halfway broken one. Well, I guess because nobody's going to miss it, but you can't go 114 miles an hour in it. Because basically, um, the I guess they hit the left side of something. The van's left side was damaged. So the wheel got damaged, and then, you know, they stopped and didn't really have any choices. So, but 114 miles per hour, I think I've been 100 miles an hour a couple times in my life. I mean, as you see the meter go up, you get a little worried. Um, you're thinking about some stuff. But, you know, the biggest thing is you're hoping not hoping cops aren't there. Now, with that being said, don't speed. Don't go that fast. And definitely don't text while you're driving because none of that is a good idea. So let's not do any of that. Um, I'm just glad nobody was hurt. Um, but that 14-year-old might be doing some NASCAR in their future. Uh, the 14-year-old girl, excuse me, she may be doing some NASCAR in her future. That is when she gets out of juvie. <laughs> um, and the last big article I want to talk about today, I feel like is extremely important because of the ignorance of, excuse me, of people. Um, you know, and it saddens me. It really saddens me because a whole bunch of people who did all this hard work basically about to get fired. So an entire class of West Virginia correctional officer, correctional officer cadets will be fired because in their class photo, they decide to participate in a Nazi salute. All right, man. There's so many levels that I want to touch on here. Um, really? On your class picture? Not some Facebook. Not some um, Not some Instagram. Not none like that. On a picture that they usually print out and they put in prominent places, you are going to hold up a Nazi symbol, a Nazi salute. Have you lost all of your mind? Or like all of it. Not even like a little bit, but all of it. You've lost your tree. And yeah, apparently um, West Virginia Department of Military Affairs and Public Safety Secretary Jeff Sandy recommended that one more staff member be fired in addition to the two academy trainers and cadet who were asked soon as her photo was released. And then on top of all that, it's like, they're also suspending like some people, four instructors who saw the photo and like didn't report it. Or they saw it, they saw it happen and they didn't report it. So first of all, you're the, the first idiots are the ones who did the Nazi salute. The second idiots are the ones who didn't snitch. Now, once again, what is the frame? Snitches get stitches or whatever. I mean, you just got, because you said nothing, you got suspended without pay. You got a job for a little bit, but let's be real. They're suspending you without pay. Yeah, they're, they're, they're basically getting close to walking you out. I mean, like if you come to late wrong, you're in trouble. You come to work late, you're in trouble. So, you know, it's crazy. And every all the cadets that did it is getting suspended. 
I mean, excuse me, getting terminated. Boom. You lost the whole class. A whole class, basically. And some of the cadets said they knew what it was. And they were uncomfortable. And they did it for the photo. So once again, you did it for the photo that everybody higher than you is going to see. They're going to put this on the wall. Like, they're going to put this in a book. You know, they're going to probably put this on the internet. How, how how big of an idiot can you be? You know? And then somebody even said that they're afraid if they didn't do it, they weren't going to pass. Look, man, last time I checked, last time I checked, you can't not pass the test because you didn't write with the other hand. I mean, with the if you're left-handed, you can't pass the test if you didn't write with the right hand. That doesn't make any sense. That's dumb, you know. I feel like a whole bunch of incompetence happened here. And I'm glad, you know, people are getting reprimanded. At first, they just suspended the 34 cadets. And then when they investigated, they just fired. They just let it go. And they, you know, the Nazi salute, you know, the same thing they gave to Adolf Hitler. The, the Sieg Howe thing. I mean, you know what that is. It's just sad that a whole bunch of time has been wasted. And yes, I'm looking at the picture. And yes, I, it, it, yep, there's some black people in there. There's at least one black person I can tell in there who is doing the, the stupid thing. And it's just like, and I say that because it's West Virginia. <laughs> And once again, I think it's crazy that you would do something. And then on top of it, it was captioned, Hail Bird. I guess one of the instructors' name is Bird. Um, and she didn't know the historic significance of the gesture or the harm that it would cause. Yeah, I think she got fired. <laughs> I mean, you know, let's be honest. Incompetence is what it is. You know, you can get fired for a lot of things. Incompetence, however, is like one of the easiest things to get fired for. So it sucks, but you know. And then they say they were sad and disappointed, and embarrassed, and you should have been. And you know, all it was is one or two people who thought they were funny, and you know, whatever, be a bunch of DBs, and. They did something real stupid. And guess what? A whole bunch of people got fired. Imagine trying to put on your application that you got fired from the West Virginia Division of Corrections and Rehabilitation and why you got fired. Good luck writing that on it. Wow. It is so close um, to the new year. But I want to leave with a couple things. You know, Christmas came a little late for Redskins fans. Hip, hip, hooray. Um, Bruce Allen was let go of his position. Um, I, You know, I think in one of my episodes I said I wasn't a fan, and I'm still not, and whatever, whatever. So it's what it is. He's gone. Um, the other thing is that we're going to hire um, – Ron Rivera, who used to coach the um, 
wow, I forget who he used to coach. He used to coach the Carolina Panthers. He got fired this year, but he is a leader of men, and I appreciate that. And I know he's going to bring very good things to the Redskins organization. Um, I'm looking forward for him to do something with our great rookie quarterback, and I'm just looking for ultimate um, destruction in the next couple of years in the NFCs. Redskins about to do it dirt. We're going to do it big, and we're going to be happy about it. And as long as we're better than the Cowboys, nothing else really matters. So, after we got boat race yesterday. So, this is another episode of 5-Minute Warning. Once again, I'd like to thank everyone for listening. I'd like to thank that if you told your friends to listen, thank you for all that. Um, yeah, it's one next year. I think what we're gonna do is we're gonna delve a little bit more into to Ruben a little bit. Um, you'll learn more about me as the episodes go. But you know, we're gonna have fun once again. If you have questions, comments, concerns, hit me up on the email. Other than that, be careful out there, be safe out there. Happy New Year. And see you in 2020. This is Ruben. Five minute warning. I'm out. It's that time, y'all. We're going to give you a little GPS to the show. Check us out on Spotify. Search five minute warning. Tell the people where they can leave a comment or ask a question, Boo Love. You can send any questions or comments to FIVE minute warning 19 at gmail.com. You've been listening to the 5-Minute Warning with Ruben Brown. Search 5-Minute Warning on the Spotify app.